What's going on, you guys? This is Kevin with GFE, God Family and Everything Else Podcast. Uh, so today, I want to go ahead and talk to you guys um, another good one. So every time I turn on this mic, it's always going to be something good and something that we can all learn, learn together uh, moving forward as we uh, walk with Christ and our relationship with the Lord. So, But today, I want to talk about struggle. And what I mean by struggle is we all have something that we, that we really want to get rid of, that we struggle with, and that could be anything from a temptation, uh, some form of sin that we just find ourselves always falling into, um, and we're just having this hard time trying to break away from it, and you know, you don't know what to do, you know, you sit there and you talk to your your friends or your family or a therapist it doesn't matter or you just keep it to yourself and you figure that you can deal with it you alone can deal with it and uh i'm here to tell you no we can't we can't deal with it alone that's that's for sure uh, we need christ in every aspects of our life and we can't deal with this alone i mean without christ we're pretty much nothing. And that comes to us dealing with sin. Uh, us dealing with something that's struggling and that's just keeping us from moving forward with our walk in the Lord. Uh, but you know what? Rest assured, though, the answer to it is Jesus. And you be surprised. Like one of the greatest apostles in the Bible, Apostle Paul, he dealt with with sin he was struggling with some form of sin and uh it never really went into detail but he was definitely struggling with it and what's amazing is that he called himself he cried out and pretty much painted himself the worst but i have here in the in uh the book of romans definitely going to read through what paul has been communicating to us and this is to also give us encouragement that, hey, we're not alone in this. Because there's times where you feel like you sin and the guilt makes you feel like you're dirty or that God no longer loves you and that you feel like it's unforgivable or or whatever you are seriously struggling with. You, you're really down on yourself. And that is what Satan wants you to feel like. He wants you to feel like... You know what? God doesn't love you. So look look what you did. Look what you did. And you know, if we if we don't have that relationship with the Lord as strong as if we want it or just consistently walk towards him, you know, Satan's definitely gonna win. I remember I was listening to a pastor, and he he had many different ways of explaining this, but one that I liked in particular was Imagine we're just sitting there in court and Jesus is representing us. And then you have on the other side, the prosecution, Satan, obviously the judge, God. And you know what? <laughs> Satan stands up and he gives his, uh, what do they call that? The ending, the last argument, ending statement. I, I, I don't, I'm not really versed in that. So he goes around and he's pointing out every single thing that you did wrong. All the things that you did that 
make you deserve to go or be sentenced to jail. He's just pointing out list after list after list after list after list of all the things that you're struggling with, all the things that you made a mistake on, all the things that you've you've broken God's rules, his laws, everything. And he looks over you and he winks and he's like, I can't wait to see you. And then he sits down. Then you're sitting there nervous like, oh my gosh, like I've done all of this stuff so I don't deserve any of this. I don't deserve to be in the presence of the Lord, which honestly, you're right. We don't deserve any of this. But again, like I said, the answer is Jesus. And just before, you know, Jesus looks over at you, puts his arm on uh, his hand on your shoulder, and he said, wait right here. I'll be right back. He stands up. He says, Your Honor, may I approach the bench? You know, Jesus walks up. Satan walks up together. They're sitting there having their discussion about what's going to happen. Jesus looks right at God and says, you know what? I want all those charges that he just said against my client. I want them all to be placed on me so he can go free and live. Satan's probably looking at him like, excuse me? He says, I'm going to say it again. All the charges that he just laid out, I want you to place all those charges on me. So he can go free because I love him and I want a relationship with him. So whatever the penalty is, if it's death, put that on me. God sent Jesus to the world so he can pay for our sins. So we can have the opportunity to come into Christ. When I heard that, you know... It made me sit there and think, like, wow. Like, seriously, like, meditate with that or or just pray on that. Imagine someone taking your sentence just so you can go free. But again, we struggle with sin all the time. And we, we always struggle and we're wondering, like, you know what? We're not worthy. We, we can't handle this. You know, God doesn't love me. He's not going to give me another chance or anything like that. So let me go ahead and read in the book of Romans on what P- Apostle Paul is saying. And then I want you to open up your Bibles as well. Or if you have one in your app, it doesn't matter. But I would love for you to read this for yourself. So you can see what Paul is talking about. And again, this is in Romans 7, 14 all the way down to 25 struggling with sin so let's go ahead and read this all right so the trouble is not with the law for it is the spirit and good the trouble is with me for i am too human a slave and too sin i don't really understand myself for i want to do what is right but i don't do it instead i do what i hate But if I know that what I am doing is wrong, this shows that I agree with the law is good. So I am not the one doing wrong. It is the sin living in me that does it. And I know that nothing good lives in me. That is in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyways. 
But if I do what I don't want to do, I am not really the one doing wrong. It is the sin living in me that does it. I have discovered this principle of life that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all my heart, but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to the sin and uh, to, to the sin that is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? But thank God, the answer is in Jesus Christ our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law, but because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. Paul must have been having it really rough, honestly. I mean, how many of us can actually sit there and say this about ourselves saying, <laughs> I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. But if I know what I want, uh, what if I know that what I am doing is wrong, this shows that I agree with the law is good. So I am not the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that is doing it. How many times do you just want to sit there and you see something that you just really want to do it? You really want to do it, but you know it's wrong. You just really want to do it, but you know it's wrong. And then you find yourself actually committing that sin. Because it looks so delicious. It looks so desirable. And you just want a taste of it. Just so you can satisfy yourself. And then you realize what a mistake you made. That's what something we are battling with every single day of our life. We are struggling with this. But, you know, let's just check this out. In Romans 7, 18 through 20. God's law reveals our sin. Well then, I am suggested that the law of God is sinful. Of course not. In fact, it is the law that has showed me my sin. I would never have known that coveting is wrong if the law had not said, you must not covet. But, sin used this command to arouse all kinds of uh, covetousness covet desires within me if there were no law sin would not have the power at one time i lived without understanding the law but then when i learned the command not to covet for instance the power of sin came to life and i died so i discovered that the law's commands which were supposed to bring life brought spiritual death instead sin took advantage of those commands and deceived me it used the commands to kill me but still, the law itself is holy and its commands are holy and right and good. But how can that be? Did the law which is good cause my death? Of course not. Sin used what was good to bring about my condemnation to death. So we can see how terrible sin really is. It uses God's good commands for its own evil purposes. 
uh, you know, what's funny is when I wouldn't say it's funny, but what's interesting is when Jesus was in the wilderness and he was with Satan and Satan was actually quoting scripture to try to get Jesus to give into his temptation. Satan himself, he knows what God's word is. He knows the law and he was actually saying it to God himself, trying to get God to break his own law. No. <laughs> And what's funny is that Jesus used scripture right back at him and said, man can't live off of bread alone, but by every word of, of God. Boom, Satan disappeared. Yeah. You know, Jesus used God's word. He used his word because Jesus is the word. It says in John, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So he used his own words to push Satan away. Satan thought he could trick. I mean, really, what does Satan think he can do? He knows who Jesus is, but yet he thinks he can he can put one up on him. No, it doesn't work that way. Yes, Satan is very powerful to against us because we're only mere human beings. But when he's sitting there talking to, to his creator that way, that's very disrespectful. No. What's he think he's going to get out of that? Nothing. He's always going to lose. Always going to lose. He thinks he's winning by turning a lot of people around against him. But at the end of the day, the war is complete and finished and won by Jesus. But let me go get back to this again. Paul's struggle was real. We have our own struggles that are real. So much that Paul shouted out his, his, his troubles that he's, he's going through. And I suggest and I recommend that you do that to the Lord. Shout out to him. Let him know what you are struggling with. Trust him to help you fight this. You know what? You can ask him to take it away. But he didn't take Paul's away. God said, you know, my grace alone is sufficient enough for you. God's grace is enough for us. I mean, we shouldn't even be here. But he loves us and he gave us his grace. So that's why we are here. We're able to battle through what this world, what Satan is trying to throw at us by using his word against those. S struggle, sin is like our Goliath and we're like David. And we need to look sin in the eye and sit there and say, I am supported and powered by the Lord, our God. So you sin, you have no stranglehold on me whatsoever. <laughs> I'm not saying be perfect because we're always going to fall into mistakes. But what's most important is that we, we try to learn, we repent, and we try to become better than we were the, than yesterday. And we recognize our sin. We recognize our shortcomings. And we throw and quote scripture at it. God's word. Double-edged sword. This is why it's important to study the Bible. I'm still studying it myself. And I'm God's revealing so much to me. He's speaking to me through his word here. On what I need to do to continue following him. Understanding him. Getting to know him. You know. We know with each and every every day we have on this earth we will continue struggling with our sinful nature and flesh 
So the answer is going to undoubtedly be Jesus. But we have to understand, though, the, the struggle is a normal part of our, uh, our walk with Christ, living with Christ. Sinful, sin will keep, continue knocking on our door. It's a matter if we want to let him in or keep that door locked. Yeah. Uh, all I just want to say is when you spend time with the Lord, be honest, open and honest with Him. Let Him know what you're struggling with. Let Him know. Because He cares, He knows. He wants us to confess with our lips what we're doing and what we're dealing with. And what what keeps us falling short of his glory? We need the Lord. We do. <sighs> the struggle's real. The struggle's real, you guys. So but let me hear from you. I want to know what you guys' thoughts are on this. Um, you know, we're going to continue with the spiritual battle that we have uh, by trying to pull us away from our Father. But it's up to you, though, if you want that struggle to overtake you. Or should we allow Christ and give it to, give it to God so we can deal with this? Because we can't do this alone. I've said this before. We are nothing without Christ. We are nothing. So remember, always rely and trust on Him. Trust in Him. This is GFE, God, Family, and Everything Else podcast. My name is Kevin. Thank you for listening. Hope to hear from you comments subscribe let's go ahead and continue encouraging others to follow christ and let them know that there is a god out there that loves them and wants to get to know them and i don't say that lightly i'm being truthful with you but we have to be truthful with ourselves. invite the lord in because he wants to come in and have some coffee time with you all right thanks for listening i'm out